<clears throat> Alright, we'll go. Alright. I think we're good. Okay, yeah, cool. Good. Okay, yeah, this is yeah, this is our setup. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Nothing too intense. It's what we do. <clears throat> All right, so we are here with six one four slice. Yep. Cheesecake. Yeah. Columbus cheesecake. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, we are the best in Columbus. We like to say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and are you the owner of six one four? I am. Yes, Sweet. Brandon. Yeah. Awesome. Right, what was your name again? Brandon. 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 Yes. Okay. Brandon with six one four slice. Yeah. So we're just kind of getting the background of what his kind of background the cheesecake was. Pineapple cheesecake was your first kind of creation. Yes. 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 My aunt yeah. used to make pineapple cheesecake that I thought was terrible. The rest of the family used to, you know, swoon over it. So it kind of became a competition thing with me and her, and then from there, oh, nice. um, started just creating my own recipes and really got into it. Um, the backside of it. So. That's awesome. Kind of went crazy from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good deal. <laughs> what was your next like favorite creation after pineapple? Like, what was your family after after that? Uh, red velvet. Red velvet. Mm, for sure, sure. red yeah. velvet. Yeah. Okay. My girlfriend loves red velvet. Yeah, that's her thing. Sure. Pick her up some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both sick. So. Yeah, we're both, <laughs> we're both, <laughs> we're both so sick. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no worries. But yeah, so we got this pistachio cheesecake oh, here pistachio. today. Pistachio is probably one of my favorite flavors of anything. Oh, so. me too. Uh, uh, pistachio pudding is, is my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Want to dig into it and sample yes, it up? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Pick it apart when you know what you think. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you for bringing me this. This yeah, is thank you so wrong. much. Appreciate you guys for having me. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for asking. Yeah. Man. No, no, you guys are very, cool. very, very fascinating. I don't know if anybody ever like compliments you guys on your stuff, but no, not keep really. doing what you're doing for real. Okay, because yeah. like yeah, we're, yeah, sure. we're just kind of in our own little world. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's the best thing, too, to go yeah. along with what everybody else is doing. So. Yeah, we yeah. usually, like, you know, like, long-form podcasts, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, like, just, like, conversation. Like, a lot of people have, like, segments and stuff. We just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, we just kind of, you know, <laughs> pick it out Nothing and start chatting. Yeah. <laughs> um, the nice thing is, like, oh, God, these forks suck. Good. I know. Uh, there it is. You got it. Um, Pass it down. Pass it down. Yeah. All right, we're switching. Switch Do you it. want to eat some of your own cheesecakes? I will. I'll let you guys go ahead first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Oh. Let's do it up. All right. Work it for it. There we go. Let's see if we can do it better the second time. Wonderful presentation as well. It is. Appreciate it. Right. It's beautiful. Heads <laughs> hard. It's all going to the same place. Yeah. you got to chew it, right? Right, right, right. All right, here we go. Switch it up. Pass it around. All right. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. All right, everyone's got loaded up pistachio cheesecake. Yeah, we are good. Yes, yeah, so give me your honest opinion on this. That's phenomenal. Wow. Mm, it's not super dense. No, no, very airy. That's really cool. Yeah, so mm. oh. started in 2013, mm -hmm. messing around with the recipes. Um, and then I didn't go public until 2017. I wanted okay. to make sure that my product was Took your time legit, right. legit, aside yeah, yeah, from yeah. your normal Cheesecake Factory dinner yeah, stuff. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like mm. you, uh, you can almost do like a sampler. You could have like a couple slices of this. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. The best thing about this, too, this is vegan and gluten free. Mm. So, no even way. better. What are you using the crust then? Mm. I do uh, my own granola. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. I see. I taste it. I can taste that too. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Okay. Which your normal vegan cheesecake is cashews and mm -hmm. your dates, so it's a little bit more 
I think a little bit more chewy. Mm -hmm. So I want to give you that still kind of a crispier crust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Mm. What about in the cake itself? Because it's airy. Like cheesecakes are really normally really super dense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's part of the whipping process. And also uh, with the vegan, we use coconut milk and almond milk. Okay. Mm. So oh, two of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys located? So I rent kitchen space in Upper Arlington near mm -hmm. Anderson Road. Okay. And then everything's made fresh to order, so nothing's sitting overnight or anything like right, that. Right. So. Oh, nice. So it's like a small batch, yeah. straight up. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. That's tremendous, too. Mm -hmm. Especially with the, I mean, I like gluten and stuff, but not everyone is into it these mm -hmm. days. So. Well, my, <laughs> wife is, my wife's actually has a severe gluten allergy. Really? So, okay. she would be ridiculously excited about this. We won't say that piece. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, wanted to cater to everybody. Um, the normal dessert market is so saturated. Mm -hmm. You have cookies, cakes, pies, and things like that, but you don't have a lot of people who tend to the celiac people. You don't yeah. uh, have people who tend to the diabetics. And so mm -hmm. in this entire cheesecake, there's only a third of a cup of organic cane sugar. Wow. Yeah. So okay. trying to hit all the angles. Yeah. 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 Now, how big is an entire cheesecake? Like, give people an idea. Eight slices. Um, I would say about nine inches around. Okay, and then yeah, yeah that little amount of sugar mm -hmm. is, is mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. So you still no. get some sweetness in there. Absolutely, just enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm personally, I don't eat a lot of sweets, mm -hmm. so this is like perfect. Mm -hmm. It's not overpowering. It goes well with the coffee. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Appreciate Great it. with coffee. Mm -hmm. Well, today we are at Coffee Connections. Yep. Uh, we've mentioned them in past episodes. Mm -hmm. a lot. This is my first time here. Yeah, and that was one of the coolest five minutes of my life. Yeah, like, yeah. In the past past few months, just talking to the barista downstairs. Yeah, that stuff. was great. He was awesome. And um, we're drinking americanos with sweetened condensed milk. Mm -hmm. Kind mm -hmm. of a Cuban take. A little bit, a little Cuban yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, great. this has been awesome. Appreciate it. So, are you from around here or? Yeah, so I am from the south side of Columbus. Right on, okay. Williams and High area. Okay. Yeah, but okay. I, uh, I went to school in Dublin, went to graduation from Coffin High School. Nice. Okay. I have friends up there. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Mm. Where did you graduate? Uh, 2002. Okay. Mm. Graduated in 2011. Yeah. No, oh, cool. baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 98. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not too old, maybe. I graduated in the 20th century, y'all. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How many flavors of cheesecake do you have? Or like, can you think uh, we have eight vegan flavors. I only offer three on my website. I'm still making updates. Okay. Um, and then I have six normal. Mm. And then all of those can be, uh, yeah, be made gluten-free. For sure. I have mm -hmm. a weekend in New York. That's my take on a New York style cheesecake. Mm -hmm. uh, peanut butter bliss. Mm -hmm. I have a beekeeper uh, that's honey and almonds. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, we have um, cookie jar. Okay. It's my version of uh, the milk after your, your milk and cookies, okay. all the sugar and stuff sets at mm -hmm. the bottom of the cup. Oh, so, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool to start with like that yeah, as a yeah, concept. Yeah. Yeah. Put that in a cheesecake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's a good, yeah. That's the thing, too. You're kind of branching outside the typical flavor of cheesecake, mm -hmm. too. You're mm -hmm. not just, you know, New York style with strawberries or whatever, like, mm -hmm. outside. So that's good. Yeah, I definitely want you to get a different feel for dessert and when people eat this like well this isn't cheesecake and then when people tell me that i'm like it's, i've done it's my job if you're telling <laughs> yeah. me that it's not cheesecake yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, so 
like personally, I'm a big fan of a very simple graham cracker crust. Mm -hmm. And this crust that you have here is delicious. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's so good. Thank yeah, you. it's no. great. Mm -mm. My aunt makes <clears throat> kind of just a standard cheesecake, you know. Mm -hmm. Not hating on her or anything, but this beats it, you know. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oops, I'm just coming to the top. Like mm -hmm. Yo. Thank you so much for coming here. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <clears throat> mm -hmm. All right, so, I don't know what we were talking about before. This is our first interview with someone we don't know, so we're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ask me anything. Same thing, we're just going to freestyle. So I do have a question for you guys. So what is the difference between jujitsu and taekwondo? So in, a, mm. in simple words, striking and grappling. Taekwondo is basically like leg boxing where you're just like jabbing, kicking at each other, right? Yeah. And uh, jujitsu is very much wrestling and like choke oriented, like trying to choke and do like joint manipulations and stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, jujitsu is uh, like wrestling with benefits. <laughs> wrestling, all you yeah. do is pin people. With jujitsu, you get to like joint lock them and choke them. Exactly. Yeah. And you have the hybrids of catch wrestling when you can yes. do both. Yeah, so, seriously, I mean, catch wrestling is awesome. That's yeah. Yeah, it's making a resurgence yeah. too. And, yeah, taekwondo is just foot boxing. Okay. Um, yeah. And I do a much older style. It's, it's funny, I've been doing it so long now that um, Olympic style has changed quite a bit. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, it's so weird. Weird he was, stuff. But, um, he, was, he was very high level. He hasn't really talked about it. Like, he yeah, was yeah. like national level type, you know? Yeah, so he was yeah. traveling around, kicking people in the face from other countries <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, you know. It's a fun uh, way to spend your life. And then like, <laughs> in Jiu Jitsu, like, I, yeah. I travel a little bit, you know, around the country doing some stuff, like competing and stuff. Geography ridiculous. Do all right. Mm. Hopefully, <laughs> trying to get my black belt this year, so mm -hmm. it takes forever. Um, and you're on the long path. Yeah, dude. <laughs> usually, it takes on average in jujitsu like ten years. Probably, I'm on like oh, like, yeah, I'm in like eleven. That's crazy. I'm like eleven yeah. deep, and I still not quite there. But that's the thing. Like, I've traded hands. Like people, like you know, like yeah. uh, association people, like over over top to kind of handle your promotions and stuff like that. Uh, and I've changed hands so many times due to whatever. So yeah. um, finally, I think I'm in a good spot where I can earn that black belt. That's another <laughs> fun thing we bonded on is having to switch schools. Because you're in it long enough, either your school closes down or you move, or yeah, you know, occasionally you might fall out with someone. Yeah, you know, like and <clears throat> it becomes like a. Ah, we talked about it a lot, but it becomes like a, a weird odyssey, of your own kung fu movie. <laughs> That's and, uh, the thing, like you watch a cl any classic kung fu movie, there's like some elements that you're like, oh shit, this they're is all real. Like, <laughs> based on reality <laughs> somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So like there's almost like a life, I don't want to say like a life cycle in every gym or every school, but like something will happen sometime that causes some type of like exodus of students and like you gotta pay attention to that and like mm -hmm. he and I and like in certain different situations didn't and like should have left and should have left and, and then like, sometimes we did and like identified on, like oh yeah I did that too and, I don't yeah. know. and that's sort of like a lot of the basis behind the podcast is kind of like looking back on those mistakes and be like hey if yeah. this is happening in your school get the fuck out you know <laughs> get out <laughs> um so that's like a lot of like what the martial arts part of the podcast is like oriented to is kind of just like um, recognizing like healthy environments and training and stuff like that because mm -hmm. we've been in good environments, we've been in bad environments, mm -hmm. you know, we've had successes mm -hmm. and losses and shit like that. So yeah. we at least know what to look for. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're both unique in the fact that we've traveled a lot. And we've trained with a lot, I've trained not at just different schools, but with a lot of different people. Yeah. Whereas most people martial arts don't do that. You're sort of in your bubble, and that's what you think it is. Mm -hmm. 
And so one of the things we like to expose people to is that that's not it. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone sounds different no matter where you go. You know, I, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I like languages and accents, so I always like kind of a, you know, when we're down south speaking English, New York speaking English, those are different worlds, oh, man. Way They're different. way different worlds, you know. Yeah. And I go to, you know, like, I used to be able to speak Chinese, I can't speak 12L anymore, but I speak Beijing Har. Like, you can tell I'm from Beijing. Like, it's dumb, it's like being from Brooklyn. People sound like, how did you learn Beijing Chinese? I lived there. <laughs> um, you know, or like, you know, styles of martial arts. You know, like, you can tell who I trained with in Taekwondo by what I did. I don't know a lot of his teachers, so I just, he's, he's, yeah. he's Chinese Cheney to me. Yeah. But his, you know, people that he learned from, it's there. Mm. And yeah. so people that don't travel around, they don't get to see that. They don't get to understand that. Well, we talk about that a lot. Of just, it's, you know, get out and see the world and do other things. And especially with something like Jiu-Jitsu, super open community. Mm -hmm. Especially nowadays, where you can just show up with your gi anywhere and people will welcome you and they're cool about it, and you just go and just train. Mm -hmm. And then, then, like, in the outside yeah. world, if you like recognize someone, like, oh, they do jujitsu, they have like a jujitsu shirt on, you like just kind of have that already. Like, and then your friends, yeah, you, you already right have away. that like silent yeah. connection. You can just like give them a little nod and they'll know, like, you both have like fucked up ears a little bit, yeah, you know, it's good, yeah, <laughs> or like yeah, when I was in um, London, England. Oh. I went to Hodger Gracie's gym. We went on my <clears throat> went on vacation, and um, we were like three three underground stops from Hodger's gym. So I was like, I'm going. And you know, I just showed up with my gi on, and you know, met a few people, and they started like, oh, go eat here, go do that, go to the top of the shot, get a coffee. You know, the shot, the sh I don't know how it's spelled. The shot is a giant building mm. in in London, and literally at the top of the shot, you can get a get a coffee, and you look at all of London. And it was awesome. I wouldn't have known to do that. Yeah. But I'm just rolling with the dude, and he's like, "Yeah, you gotta go do that." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's how that's, it works. That, yeah. <laughs> if you go travel somewhere and train there, or compete there, or whatever. Like someone will tell you something that's like, oh yeah, not mainstream or something about that place. Like I went to Iceland this past summer. Oh, that's dope. Man. Yeah, for like a training camp, and like it was jujitsu in Iceland for you know a week. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of locals were, were just training at a local gym, so they're like, oh yeah, don't avoid this place, this place is packed, go here, like, so you get kind of inside scoop on what you actually would actually want to see, as opposed to the tourist mm -hmm. experience of a lot of places, like, yeah. but in New York a couple times, like, first time I went to Times Square and all that stuff, did the touristy stuff, and then, no, yeah, you yeah, go I back, you find I, some other, like, cool underground places, you're like, I trained up in Queens when you guys were in high school, and yeah. they didn't let us outside at night. But we went up there and trained, and in New York, everyone trains till one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Athens. Like we don't do that. <laughs> it was, we had a good time. But yeah, you just get to like it's going on a training trip. Yeah, you know, that's the thing in martial arts. Like in Taekwondo, it's I don't know how it is now. We were very unique uh, that we knew everybody and we trained with a lot of different people. And um, I'm still a lot like in the '90s. It was still a very style versus style thing. But it was also like rival schools. We were all stuck mm -hmm. in bad kung fu movies, honestly. And um, yeah, it's weird. It's so you like look, you like, look at it like, damn, that's a dumb terrible, it's just, but it's true. But it's, it's so true, and it's, it's, like, it's that bad and corny. But all the people we were friends with, we travel around, and train with them. Go stay here for a week. Go stay there for a week. You just sleeping on someone's floor. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the, I would say that's a key difference. Well, I mean, it happens. Like musicians and shit do. They like pile in vans and go mm -hmm. somewhere and like just sleep. You know, like oh. into a room, whatever. Like, same thing in jujitsu or taekwondo or whatever. Like, yeah. 
don't have like nine guys in a crappy hotel room, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. But like that's sort of the, the experience with it though too. Like that's what's more fun about even like competing sometimes, like just hanging out and chilling with your dudes, you know? Yes, that's the, the culture of the life of it, man. Yeah. And just living the life is it makes it fun. Yep. Uh, like I'm uh, I'm ancient now. Right. Nah, you're still a spring chicken. <laughs> I've been rebuilt. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. I'm probably healthier now than you were. Yeah, yeah. Put, put, yeah, put everything back together. But um, to look back at my life and compare it to other people that are, you know, in late teens, early 20s, I think all the stuff I did by the time I was like 22, it's ridiculous. Most people haven't left their rooms that many times. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially upcoming generations too. I've like been all yeah. over the planet. Yeah. I started teaching when I was 16. I started, you know, traveling everywhere. And you know, if if you're really hardcore into a martial art, it gives you like a base. To I can go there and find the school. I go there. I got a friend in this country or that country, and mm-hmm. yeah, and they're like, yeah, come on over, and sleep on mats, <laughs> and you're good. Have you traveled anywhere impactful that you're like super into? Uh. I would say impactful. I went to uh, Clearwater, Florida, a few years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. good and, martial uh, uh, MMA gyms down there. Yeah, that was the first time, the only time I've ever gotten a sunburn. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, it was you have an appreciation for the sun compared to here. It's just like, oh, it's hot today, but it's, it's like down there. there. It's like, man, how do you guys do this it's every intense. single day? Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's intense. When I was, um, was I 25? When my sister graduated high school, my grandpa sent us on a um, family vacation. We'd never been on one, me, my sister, and my mom. It was on a seven-day cruise to Caribbean. I was the only person on this boat that didn't get sunburned. Nice, and there were nice. Brazilians there. The two Brazilian families kept thinking I was a part of the other family. <laughs> There are people from Africa, there are people all over the world, and like everybody else got sunburn except for me. Yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Frequent Chicago. Chicago is a very cool Chicago, city. Dude, I love Chicago. Yeah, my wife sure. loves Chicago. I've never been. Yeah, I love I've driven Chicago. past it. But Sears Tower, you yeah. must if you haven't. Yeah, Sears Tower. Avenue, just yeah. rocking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's love a cool it. place. But that's that's the other place. Like I bounce between like Chicago, New York, a lot in Chicago is definitely I love it. Yeah. Uh, there's like Millennium Park and all that stuff, just super dope. Yeah, it's my awesome. daughter's been to Millennium Park. They went yeah. to a concert up there. Yeah, she said it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a lot of my time um, I've spent on this, to be honest. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So like thing we talk about is like trusting the process taking to the path like what is your path and process yeah. been like what is your oh it sucks i'm sure it's been nice. <laughs> it has sure. sucked yeah so especially first starting out what people don't realize about business is that you cannot because i'm a big believer in don't worry about social media and things like that is because mm-hmm. what they're doing is not what you're doing if you were meant to do what they're doing you'd be boring that person and be doing their process yep. but, yeah you know you have all of the money that you think you waste going into products that don't come out right but that's just trial and error and i'm sure it's the same thing for you it's just like absolutely all the moves that you try out and different gyms that you've been to yeah it's led you up into (laughs) you know it's just a part of the process but um it's ugly but at the same time it is beautiful um and then also i've had a partner that was stealing money so it kind of set me back as well. It wasn't a, a ton of money, but 
you know, a business still. money is money, money to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get Steel money out still, there. So yeah. trust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trust. And also, my brother a couple of years ago got diagnosed with leukemia, mm. so that flipped everything upside down too. So my best friend has leukemia. I understand yeah. that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. the process. So that is also why I cut down sugar in my products. I didn't realize yeah. the effects of cancer cells and sugars like oh, yeah. gasoline yeah. and fiber. Up, yeah. So. Phenomenal process, yeah. Oh, for sure. But like I said, I'm sure you guys can agree that the things that you go through in life also they add on to the process of, you know, I'm going to get to a spot that's so gnarly that all this other bullshit doesn't yeah. matter right now. Yeah, dude. yeah. All the steps to yeah. get it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Understand but, that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I love the grind. Mm. I don't mind setting aside, you know, leisurely time and, you know, delayed gratification because I know at some point that everything will be going to where I can do what I want to do mm -hmm. and right. you know I'm different from a lot of other people into where I'm not materialistic at all mm -hmm. um, more so I just want to travel and things like that and experiences yeah. bring yeah for sure bring different yeah. cultures into what I'm doing now or how can I add value to different cultures and different people and different groups like that so sure you just travel around sampling flavors yeah like, that'll be a cheesecake that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like how can I you know intermingle what I'm doing into your style of food and things like that so mm -hmm. that's why I love when you guys are talking about you can travel to gyms and people are so accepting here it's not the case it's very clicky yeah, yeah, and yeah. you will not hear a lot of people talk about that because the food scene is very glitzy here. Yeah, is it? okay. I think no, it's very glitzy here. Uh, we don't. I guess we don't get yeah. out much. So. <laughs> we sort of live under rocks. Like I used to get out a little bit more, but like uh, I know that Columbus is like a freaking hot food powerhouse. Like, it's nuts. Powerhouse. Like, yeah. You can cool. never eat the same thing twice in Columbus. Mm -hmm. There's always something to eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you're not in these certain groups of people it's kind of just like ah hard to break in kind of thing. yeah yeah so that's why i'm always for the people who aren't seen mm -hmm. it's like hey how can i help you you know promote your business what can i do to help you how can i just encourage you to keep going mm -hmm. to where you're like okay my cookies aren't selling like this other person's cookies it's like okay well find yeah. out a market for yeah. yourself don't worry about that you know so yeah yeah. We are starting to delve into those ideas. Yeah. We're trying to expand this thing a little bit. So, like, and, yeah. Yeah, like, jujitsu, we talk about it, like, it's just, it's very, like, available, like, with social media, with mm -hmm. this, so, like, mm -hmm. the, sh the sharing idea is a little bit more open than it used to be. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's kind of, like, a new breath, you know, in the community that you can share stuff. So, like, I guess it's always been kind of, I've always been uh, curious in, like, the business aspect. Like, you probably don't share stuff or maybe you do like you have like little alliances with some people or like you get along with some people I, I don't know like I'm for everybody I work with anybody yeah, but yeah. there are people that I am closer with um, yeah. but I don't I think favor that's anybody yeah. at all yeah. at the same time like if someone from the outside is like hey can I do A, B, and C with you sure we'll see but if we don't connect we don't connect you know we yeah. can't force anything to work totally but, I got you. Uh, yeah. but definitely with you guys like I said just be encouraged like you have something very unique um, right. Especially like you, you don't hear jujitsu and coffee or taekwondo and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? You don't. And then your uh, pictures too of all your different coffees. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, man, what are they drinking thank today? Thank you. We try and keep it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it interesting with the uh, resources that we have. 
That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. yeah. Trying to MacGyver it as much as possible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the thing too. Like, you can get some weirdly good ingredients around to kind of enhance your coffee. Like, we mm -hmm. get good cinnamon and vanilla bean, yeah. all the sorts of you know. If, uh, if you have a coffee press, put a, just pop a cinnamon stick in it your coffee sometimes. Really? It's really good. It's a mm. nice little accent. It's weird. It's mm. good. Yeah, it's never heard of that tasty. Before. Yeah, no, I um go to I don't know, you go to any like Asian market you can get um cinnamon sticks for cheap. It's a big I got a big thing of Korean cinnamon sticks and I was like, I just like cinnamon. And this one time like they break off because you file them and so then you get these little bits you can't do anything with. I'm just gonna pop that in the coffee. And I shared it with him and he's like Dude, what is that? I like that. What is that? That's, That's amazing. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but are there so what is the actual like, cheesecake scene in Columbus like? Like are there yeah. I, I mean you guys are the people I really know, so <laughs> uh so there's one person, um I'm not gonna say who it is, I'm not giving you shine right yeah, now. Yeah. So there's no free publicity yeah, yeah. out there. I just gotta keep it real right, right. there. But um, I know one other person who's really um, I wouldn't say they have their hand in a lot of the, the stores and stuff in here, but they're a pretty decent sized player. Mm -hmm. And there's also a place, if you saw down there, doing keto cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Oh, so okay. that's just dope too. You that's know? cool. Yeah. Um, so it is very slim, but mm. like I said, if you have a product that's unique, there's always going to be room for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, I just try to find different avenues and lanes that aren't touched by people. So. I don't necessarily want to be in any kind of grocery stores or anything like that okay, um, sure. around here. And it's not, you know, disrespect to anybody, but yeah. it's like, that's not you what I'm trying to do. Smaller, like, yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't like to go with the grain. I like to try to go outside the box and see what I can get into. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, we talk about comfort zones and you're, it seems yeah. like you're always outside your comfort zones. Always. So you always, you got to grow yeah, that way. You know, I mean, one way you get punched in the face, the other way you start to, mm -hmm. yeah. starting to do it business-wise, too. <laughs> but both ways toughen you up. And then you also clearly have Cheesecake Factory is always going to be the Jeff Bezos of, of Cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Dude, with a, phone, with a phone book menu, though, I mean. It's not and they're delicious, though. You can't yeah, they're, they're, I mean, no, you can't. It's good. Delicious. Yeah. But, um. I don't know, man. This cheesecake was good. Oh, no, I for sure I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Definitely gluten-free. And vegan. That's the thing. Vegan, gluten-free. I'm a weekday vegetarian. Local. And I like to... Okay. I don't eat sweets during the week, but on Friday... Go hard. I'm going to have some cheesecake, man. Yeah. It's veggie. Ooh. <laughs> That's awesome. No, like, with the, just the type of... I mean, uh, on top of the food market in Columbus, there's a massive... Like, and I know fitness people love their desserts too so yeah. <laughs> there's, mm -hmm. they're always looking for something like this you know? um, also I don't know if you guys saw I'm working on a CBD line of cheesecake Sweet. Oh, I remember you mentioned that yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. so uh, still flavor wise how's that working out really well actually yeah cool okay. yeah, yeah very very well Okay. I mean, I feel like any more so versatile, you can do just about anything and stuff. So that's awesome. I have uh, salted caramel, strawberry, and maple walnut flavors for those. Dang. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. That's very cool. But like I said, just trying to hit all the different avenues, you know, mm -hmm. why not be able to feel good as well as have something that tastes good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, you know, with the rise of diabetes and things like that, I honestly do believe that your normal bakery will die out eventually. You know, you cannot sustain that amount of sugar in your body. Now, people yeah. will always have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Inevitable. Okay. Yeah. But why 
you know, consume that much when you can also, you know, have flavor, you know, satisfy that sweet tooth, but also watch what you're putting into your body. So. I mean, have yeah. nutritional value with yeah. this. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, start to anyway, you yeah. know, it's great. Mm -hmm. um, so you said you started in 2013, mm -hmm. right? And then you went public in 2017. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't start gaining any kind of recognition until last year. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying okay. with the process too. Like just really just, be patient yeah. with your Sit stuff. With that's yeah. all you can do. So like between like 2013, 2017, what was that process? Like what was that? Oh yeah. man, that was a lot of just like, not even my own mom would taste my cheesecake. <laughs> she was just like, hmm, yeah, no, I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> But a lot of hours, um, a lot of weekends, I wouldn't go out or anything like that. Like yeah. I said, I didn't travel. All literally, all of my money was dumped into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying this market research and handing out samples, and then just the product development side itself was it was fun, but also a nightmare at the same time. And how that start though? Like with um, did you just like I'm just gonna think of a cheesecake recipe and make it. Did you just start so, with something and just build from there? No, or? with my I started yeah. making the pineapple first. Yeah, and then like how where did yeah. it go from there though? Uh, like, just different flavors. You um, started dumping new stuff yeah. in and figuring it yeah. out. Reese cups, Oreos, different things yeah. like that. Oh, but yeah. they were just so sweet. I'm yeah. Like, oh, like stings on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need an instantly shot after this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, and then just kind of kept building. Mm -hmm. It's like oh that 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 was better. That was better mm -hmm. and. And then my brother is my flavor guy. So when I say us, I am the head chef at Slice, but my brother um, has probably the biggest sweet tooth I've ever seen. So oh, nice. he would always just be eating ice cream and different things like that. Well, hey, try this, try this, try this, like, try I'll this. I'll save your life here. But he knows, he knows what's <laughs> good though. He yeah, knows yeah. His, his flavors, so. <laughs> Trust cool. his palate. <laughs> uh, that's cool that you have a taste tester though. Yeah. Like, got a solid taste tester, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can trust for sure. And he's so brutal too. Oh, like, is he? If he bites into it, he, he doesn't like, like it. Yeah. He's just like. Well, garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Thanks. Like, all right, made it easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's honest good. rev right there, man. That's good. Yeah. Makes the process but, easier, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, definitely. So then, that's yeah. There's in that trial and error process, and then 2017, 2019, and above is just social media stuff mm -hmm. and just gaining stuff. And, mm -hmm. and that's the problem for me too. I don't like social media. Dude, I yeah, hate being on my phone. So yeah. I yeah. try to build my business through word of mouth and that's very hard in the age that we're in right now. Yeah. So yep. okay. that's why I have had such small growth, but I'm okay with that at the same time. Yeah, it's organic. So, it's true. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Yeah, It's manageable as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, I mean, that's sort of the same thing. Like. We haven't like blown up or anything like that, mm -hmm. but it's been like a very like slow gradual mm -hmm. process, and now mm -hmm. hanging out with you, you know, and now we're chilling. You know, so yeah, it's good. It's uh, awesome. Uh, it's been built. But we're yeah. I mean, we talk about social media a lot, like and just kind of how it can <coughs> be a tool, a little bit of weapon here and there. It can obviously be misused a lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, how much stock you really put in it? How about a time waster it can be? Yeah. Like, oh, you get lost for hours in yeah. social media. When you yeah. really yeah. only need it for like 15 minutes to post yeah. your thing and be done with it, get rid of it. You know, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm super anti Facebook. Like I've just like I've gotten got away Facebook from it. in a couple of years, dude. It's I just it's, it's dead. I mean, it's dead pretty much. I, like, I manage the Facebook page for the for yeah. the show. So. Well, that's different though. You know, yeah, not so about from a personal that. standpoint. Yeah, I don't personal way. Like, yeah, no yeah. way. Businesses, yeah, business stuff or like anything like that's totally different because mm -hmm. then you can kind of like not hide behind it, but like it's just that's your product, you're pushing mm -hmm. that. That's a way to push it out. Yeah, yeah. Thing, I mean, it's the average shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was like the hardest struggle you found like throughout your process that you uh, 
if you could like steer someone getting started now like in the right direction what was your biggest tip be committed committed be super committed to understand like i said this is if you want instant oatmeal you know what i'm saying go to walmart and get yourself yeah yeah these things take time um you need to understand that you're going to have a lot of late nights and you're going to be spending money you don't want to spend you're going to have friends and family doubt you tell you you're crazy for what you're doing it's never going to work there's already something on the market like mm -hmm. that even though you know your product is unique you have a lot of people in your ears so yeah. just drowning out naysayers and things like that and of course if you know your stuff is garbage you know, tell yourself it's garbage, work mm -hmm. on it, but if you know what you're doing is unique and things like that, just don't look in other lanes, just, just stay straight ahead. Mm -hmm. And like I said, be prepared for the the pain. So even for you guys, for example, cauliflower ear, mm -hmm. can't do it. I can't do it. But at the same time, like you guys are building up a tolerance and you know, getting to a certain level to yeah. where you're like, okay, I get dinged right here again, it's not gonna do anything to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah definitely focus on yourself. Um, now, have you always had that from like the get you always had like, all right, I'm committed to this to the get go. I'm sure you've had your doubts along the oh, way. Oh, for sure, no, no. Yeah. There's been times where I'm just like, damn, I, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. yeah. And it was more so just me comparing myself to other people and where they were in their process. Mm -hmm. And then also stepping back and meditating on the fact that, okay, so I'm never going to be this person. I'm never going to have what they have. Mm -hmm. What can Brandon do to maximize his results? What can Brandon do to maximize his products, his craft, you know, and then just go in that lane and then just take the punches with it. Like mm -hmm. you're going to keep rolling and then life, yeah. like I said, with my brother, guys still with money. Yeah. Um, and then just and the other things that pop up in life is right. how bad do you really want to do what you, you want to do? Through, yeah. Yeah. Or you can just be comfortable and I can go get a job somewhere exactly. and just work and be along with society and which is nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. At that's, all. If, if that's, that's what you're happy do, there, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's yeah. not made for everyone though. No, no, yeah. no, it's not. It's definitely not <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of people who were on the brink of like something crazy and, yeah. and hitting a level of success that you wouldn't even imagine hitting, but they just tapped out like they just got too yep. overwhelmed with everything so mm -hmm. yep. eat your punches yeah just keep yeah. going yeah keep for going. Sure. absolutely yeah. and that's uh you know, obviously in martial arts it's very quite that's literal quite it's a very literal yeah. application yeah. of that yeah. uh but obviously like the, take that out in the you know the real world and whatnot and you but the, you know, that's the crossover right that's what everyone always talks about when your teacher's trying to tell you exactly you know mm -hmm. suffer now and live your life a champion yeah you know that, that's you know just another version of the suffering mm -hmm. but it's not bad no it's not no. bad suffering it's good like yeah. you can't you put a negative on connotation it on it quite fondly a lot yeah you're like, <laughs> like, oh, like you know whatever those days we're not there anymore so uh, we're cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i mean you're an entrepreneur you're busy a lot like what kind of self-care stuff do you do you meditate you do meditation things? is yeah. a must oh, yeah. yeah especially yep. you know with if you do have people who are competitors which i don't compete with anybody like i said i just focus yeah. on myself yeah, and what yeah, i'm yeah. doing but yep. mm -hmm. you have to keep <clears throat> stay grounded into where you know, 
if your mental clarity is gone, you can't serve other people. Yeah. I yep. don't care what yep. you're trying to do. Yep. Um, so, so meditate in the morning. Uh, I try to work out as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, I am a vegetarian. Nice. Right. Um, awesome. Which I'm not against meat. You know, I yeah, smelled yeah. some bacon earlier today. <laughs> yeah. oh, man, I miss it. I miss it. I miss Dude. it. Bacon's all right. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm a weak day vegetarian. Really spending time around people who care about you mm -hmm. and who push mm -hmm. you to do better. Um, and just try to support other people also helps you. Um, it may sound weird, but right. just reach back and try to help somebody. Even if you hold the door open for somebody today, it's like, okay, I know that I did what I can do today without yep. spending a million dollars to mm -hmm. fund something yeah, yeah, to yeah. make somebody's day better. Exactly. So yeah. It gives you some... The little things, the little yeah, details. Very small. Absolutely. I try not to be extra. That's what yeah. I try to do. Yeah. Just try to be raw, live every day. Keep it simple. Very simple. Yep. Keep it yep. simple. Yep. Makes yep. it easy. That's how we yeah. do it too, man. Yep. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Trust the process, as always. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, going back into your like your self-care routine, if, um, I mean, you're probably like like closet busy. Like People like take a snapshot, you might not be that, that busy in that moment, but like all day, you just you hustle and you move mm -hmm. it. Like, where are your pauses at? Do you have any anchors in your day? Like morning meditation? Do you have like afternoon coffee? Afternoon or coffee? Do you like have, you know? Yeah, so definitely a <clears throat> morning meditation. Um, and then I'll just try to take breaks within the day and just go walk outside to clear my head. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I always have headphones in, so I'm constantly listening to podcasts, music, and things like that. To oh, keep, right on. Just kind nice. of keep you focused. So, yeah. yeah. Occupy one part of your brain while the other part does something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you have to step away from whatever you're doing for at least 30 minutes a day, I think. That's my personal opinion. If not, mm -hmm. if you're just focusing literally all of your time and your energy into whatever you're doing, working, 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 and then you're done, it's like you're just so spent. Yeah, you yeah. can't. And you can't do anything yeah. else. Pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. always. For you guys too, I don't know what your days look like, I'm sure you're busy too, but just try to step away for a little bit. Yeah. Just go oh, outside yeah. and just breathe in some air. <clears throat> That's just, luckily. Yeah. Recently like I've been able to like You've got a little bit more free time. Yeah, I've been able to like yeah. formulate free time on my schedule. <laughs> do that I take time away and I do whatever I do something else that I want to do like that's the thing like <clears throat> I really like what I do like I teach jiu-jitsu for a living now like I made that you know that jump and did that so that's great but at the same time I need to find time away from it and do other shit too you know yeah. be a well-rounded person and whatnot <laughs> um, which can be hard yeah it's fucking <laughs> tough too also uh, too um, <laughs> you will offend people Taking yeah. care of yourself as well, because people are like, oh, you're not spending time with me. You haven't talked to me. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes where I literally just won't even check my phone for a couple of days and be like, why are you being ass? Yeah. Like, I just I needed to get it. away and yeah. you know clear my head. So yeah, uh, that comes with it too. Just focus on yourself, and if you like I said, if you're not better yourself, you can't yeah. yeah. sell into anybody yeah. else. Yeah, it's, that can be tough. Like setting boundaries mm -hmm. with friends, family, yeah. and being like, I'm not doing this. Like, mm -hmm. this is when I have time to do this. Like, I have to do this now. Like, that's tough. Like, right. and, uh, uh, it's a learning process. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, you know, we both started teaching as teenagers. Yeah, and so boundaries were odd. Yeah, yeah. When you as kind of kid. become the disciple of whoever is running the school or whatever. Yeah, they kind of like can be weird. Uh, yeah, you know, call you up at all times, all hours. Do this, do that. Yeah, and it's Which really weird. That's a it's a process to learn. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know now. Like as an adult, as a stay at home dad, 
um, my boundaries are solid, man. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. just stuff I just don't do. And like people are like, why don't you do more? Don't you have more time? I'm like, sometimes I have more time, but I ain't going there. <laughs> Not doing it. Yeah. Can I pick your brain on that real quick? Yeah, man. What's up? See, I would love for you to hear your side of being a stay-at-home dad because you always hear the stay-at-home mom and, oh, I'm so busy. I do A, B, and C, which being a parent, I'm not a parent yet, but I can imagine what that workload man. is. But yeah. from a father's standpoint, how is that? Like, what does your day look like? I mean, my day is, I mean, really centered around my family. Um, I get up with my daughter in the morning mm -hmm. and we have like... We're both routine-oriented people, so like when she was four, we started to build this routine. We have a morning routine we go through, and get her off on the bus, and then kind of depending on the day. So, um, kind of running joke between the two of us, soft, I go to Target. But Monday is grocery day. Mm -hmm. So I get my daughter on the bus, I can do my push-ups, I finish my tea, and then I go to Target. I go to Target and Kroger, get all my groceries done, and I come home and I clean, and that's Monday. And then like Tuesday, Tuesday's laundry day, you know, like it's just I regiment everything out, you know, and um, and then I just, I always make sure I'm, whatever I'm doing in my day, I'm done by three o'clock. My daughter gets home at four, I, I actually meditate for about a half hour every day. Like, I just have to. And I've been, um, I got away from it for a long time, but I got back to it a few months ago and it's been phenomenal. And, um, and I always have, just time to sit down, just defrag a little bit, and just meditate for 15, 20 minutes. And then when my daughter gets home, we kind of go into that, you know, whatever our evening routine is. And during the day, um, I always fit training in. Um, I've been remodeling my basement all week. Oh, nice. It, nice. Was, um, oh, it was phenomenal before. Now it's like, it might as well be its own little school. <laughs> like I said, I gave him like a preview. It's about 80% yeah. done. Yeah. <clears throat> And so I can just go downstairs and train. the art. <laughs> yeah, I got everything I need. I got a striking area, I got a grappling area, I got a weight area, I got a kung fu movie room. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in exercise physiology and I'm a strength conditioning coach and a uh, fourth degree black belt. And I mean, so I have the knowledge and I have the space. So for me, I can just run downstairs and go through whatever training schedule I'm on right now. And I'll, I always fit that in and then just sort of like I was, I fit myself in around everybody else. I try not to interrupt people mm -hmm. or not be available. Cause as a, if you're a stay at home parent, your primary function is to take care of everybody around you. Like that's, that's really it. Mm -hmm. Like your life isn't necessarily your own. And for a lot of people, it's really tough to wrap their brain around that. They don't feel like they accomplish anything in a day because they didn't get paid or didn't go to work. Mm -hmm. uh, when work 24 hours a day <laughs> uh, like right now like to set this up I was almost paranoid like oh man it's Saturday oh geez can we really go to this and I like I talked to my wife about it she's like go to a coffee shop and talk to somebody you'll be fine it's <laughs> not that bad you'll be fine <laughs> I'm like oh okay I can be I can be a human outside the house oh man <laughs> but it's um <clears throat> I mean, it's a process and it's an adjustment. It's it's, uh, it's closet difficult because everyone like to look at the way I dress or how I act. Everyone thinks I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm always doing something, and even if that something is I'm sitting down and eating, but I will like, oh, you need me? What do you need? Okay, I'll get back to it. You know, it's you're always on, which I like. I don't mind it at all. But it's you know it's a personality thing. It's, I'd like to take care of people. Always have, so it, it works out. Uh, That's amazing, man. Yeah.
That's just not talking about. I don't feel like amongst I'm a men. unicorn dude. I don't know so, any other state I'm dancing. No, yeah. I, I need to, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've rumors of them. Like, supposedly, my grandpa's wife's youngest son <laughs> is a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I've heard of that. Or, like, yeah. I never, once in a while, I'll meet somebody who's like, oh, I know a dude in, you know, Wisconsin who's a stay-at-home dad. I'm like, you know anyone in Hilliard? Yeah. No, Instagram people? Yeah, yeah. But I've never even met another one on Instagram, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think, you know, um, 10 years from now, it'll be in sitcoms. It'll be normal. Mm-hmm. But my kids will be grown by then. And so uh, it won't matter. Like, yeah, it'll it's becoming a thing. Like men with, I don't know, like domestic skills, is still rare. But yeah, that's like my girlfriend now. She's like, oh, you clean and you cook and you that. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you're like I'm I make cheesecake for a living. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're an adult. adult. Yeah. <laughs> no, like even in uh, my generation, like I know so many people my age that. Like I've, I was raised by powerful women, man. That's same so, here for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like I'm a little bit of a man hater sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like men are incompetent fools, and I forget that I am one. I'm like, oh wait, except you, except, except you, except me. Yeah, yeah. No, we're good, we're good. Yeah. I'm the exception. <laughs> but yeah, that's just kind of the the minds that I've always had. Um, I don't want to be a guy who can't boil water. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't fold your own clothes, man. Or yeah, that's that's yeah. a washing machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've always hated that. Yeah. And so just growing up, but I'm on the people I grew up around. I just sort of joined in all the housework and mm-hmm. all the kid care kids and and all that stuff. It's sort of what I do. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like to have a uh, short hair, so I can't have yeah. a real job. <laughs> but uh, no. Well, like, yeah. I mean, you have. The ex, the background of beating the shit out of people it turns that, that helps a lot. Like, actually, that's, a that's pretty badass. Too. That's, it's not that's, just like yeah, I, I collect stamps and all yeah. that. Yeah. No, that, like, I collect souls. Like, <laughs> what was I telling <laughs> somebody the other day about I'm suburb scary? Yeah, ninety uh, percent of my neighbors don't even make eye contact with me because I'm normally barefoot and shirtless and pushing sled outside or something. You know, like what the fuck is that? What's that? You know, but then I'm also like at the grocery store and I have my own like bags that I have with me in a bag and I'm like, nah, oh, these are bags my wife made. I don't use that plastic mess. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Like, this is a good shampoo. You gotta use this shampoo. You gotta keep the hair nice. How's it domestic skills? You got all the skills, you know. But then you know, then I'm like. I could whip his ass. Yeah. I don't care. Um, you always have that in your back pocket. Yeah, which is, it's a wonderful <laughs> confidence builder. So then you can dress goofy, you can say, you can like, watch what you want, you can listen to, you know, you can listen to whatever, like whatever music you want. Uh, you know, my uh, my daughter loves K-pop. That's all we listen to. And BTS and Pentagon and all that. Go ahead, say what you want. So it's like a weird confidence, you know. It's sort of the the funny end of learning how to fight so you don't have to fight. Yeah. Is learning how to fight you know. so you can be a smart ass yeah. and not worry about people's opinions. And then yeah. the more you know, the less you want to fight too. Oh, true. Because so like, you know, it's, it's whatever. Like, there's no point in business. Like, I mean, in hanging out with a killer like this, like he's so good. Like if I just you know he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. Nice. it's ridiculous nice. but like you know I function it functions well <laughs> yeah got got heavy legs legs is huge one of, the, one of the sayings on your wall is like strong legs and strong back make the athlete or something oh yeah an iron back and legs like tree trunks make a good athlete that like stuck in my That's head some I was Russian like, stuff I was like I got big ass legs like cool <laughs> that's what you want man 
Yeah. Use them. No, that's a Russian saying to from the fifties. But um, the, all your good training comes from comes from the USSR in the fifties. They were a hundred years ahead of everybody. Yeah. And then everyone caught up, and that's why they all got but that's why Russia just got busted for uh, <laughs> performance enhancing. Because everyone caught up with them, and they didn't. They stopped progressing. And they're like, "Damn it! They're all equal now." There's a dude. He <laughs> was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was like the like Russian kettlebell dude, and like tra- oh. talked about like oh, yeah, training yeah. sequences and <clears throat> stuff, and it's their training, and just how ahead of their time they were. And saying, of course, they're juicing like crazy, but like their training methods were still the really good. Plyometrics. Like, how good. Like, you look at how plyos were invented? Mm-hmm. You got to read up on that dude, where he had. I can never remember his name, but I can remember what he looks like because I saw this, this cool picture of him just sitting there with his glasses on his clipboard. And then next to him, there's dudes barefoot jumping off four foot boxes on concrete. <laughs> oh my god. And he's just like, Yes. Yeah. Good. Low, low yeah. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was in the early 50s. And I didn't start doing plyos until the mid 90s. And I was at least five years ahead of the rest of the world as far as the United States goes. And we stumbled upon them just because we did Taekwondo and it's all it's all anaerobic, just hoppy shit, right? And uh, so we just started researching that. And then the world started to catch up. And like, there's this new thing. I'm like, it's not good. Yeah, 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 no. no. no yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, training's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I just had like a funny conversation about like a grip with somebody. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, I just learned this grip. <laughs> what I was like, I've been doing that for a long ass time. Great grip, love it. Do it all the oh, time. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, it's so sweet. I'm like, no. Oh, you're talking about grips. Um, when people have babies, I always teach them the gable grip. Is this the best way to carry a baby? Strong grip. Strong grip. Baby goes here. Top hand here. So your baby's on the top hand. Give a grip on the bottom. You take your elbow. You put it right to your side. And you pull in. That way you carry the baby with your whole body, not just your arms. And like, I'll teach it to people, and like my daughter, she's like 10, but she'll like, I'm like, test it. And she jumps in their arms. She's like, you're good, you're a little stiff. <laughs> Loosen up, and you're cool. Okay, there you go. Or she carried a little baby. Like, I remember the first time she did it, she's probably eight, and she picked up a baby. She's like, Papa, I used the cable grip. It was so easy to carry the baby. Look, I carried the baby. <laughs> Have you ever done any training of any sort, or like when you say you like to work out and stuff? What do you like to do? Yeah, just uh, <clears throat> jump rope and nice. like nice. to keep my lungs going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Love the jump rope. I jumped rope a bunch last week. Bench press, curls, yeah. basic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, pull ups. There's a lot of body weight stuff too, oh, just good. to stay limber. There's yeah. a lot of guys in my gym who are just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like, okay, we'll touch your back real quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a video of a dude like he put a sticker on like some dude's like shoulder blade. Like he's like. I like, can't get to it. Yeah. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, I always want my range of motion and my mobility. Yeah, range of motion <laughs> is, is key. That's always what I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you ever want to train, let us know. Man. Let us know, man. We hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> we got the spots. Yeah. yeah. We got spots. We Design things. Definitely yeah. for stretching. I need to get my oh. my legs more. Dude, yeah. like, he literally, my ankles and feet. Oh, and his ankles used to be trash, man. Everything was so wrecked. Oh, they were so like, bad. People just ripped them off for years. <laughs> I did not rehab them properly. And uh-huh. he got a hold of me or whatever. Stretched them all out. Yeah. <clears throat> I got all, gave me exercises. all kinds of foot and ankle stuff, man. Okay. And like literally saved my life. <laughs> well, I have the ankles of a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, like they're tiny, but I have the feet of like a six-foot-eight man. <laughs> Slash so, gorilla. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So like I've had a lot of sprained ankles. And I ripped my foot off once. It's horrible. Oh. And so just through oh, yeah. through like necessity and trial and error, and um, just because I'm a kind of anatomy and physiology junkie, 
I've kind of just researched and learned all these things. And so, like, I got I got something in the bag for whatever's wrong with you. He's had <laughs> I fixed something. Nuts injuries. Yeah. Oh, He's had insane injuries yeah, that are like disgusting. Shit. I had a <laughs> meniscus surgery a couple years ago. Ooh, his right knee. Did they sew it up or did they remove it? They just uh, took a little bit of piece of it off. Yeah. Okay. I had the same one in this knee. Right knee. You said? Yeah. And it's never the same. No. It's not the same at all. Like I baby this knee so much, yep. or I think I'm sweet and I'll try to yeah, do yeah, something and you're like, jump like, Okay. Has it affected your hip at all? Uh, not no, no. no. I would say hip, but definitely. Um, just the way I walk a little bit, though. I walk a lot slower than what I did, mm -hmm. and more mindful, mindful of the steps that yeah. I take. Yeah, I'm just like looking down and <laughs> I walk, like, oh, so stepping in. Nothing like an injury to make toes point forward, dude. Just remember yeah. that mm -hmm. toes point forward. Yeah, and I'll cover it. Uh, but um, what else? We'll see what I want to tell you about. I'm gonna shut your shoulders. Yeah, like well, so that's the uh, thing too. Like, I can't remember. How to, I used to have a cool saying for that. It's somewhere in my head. But first thing we worked on was like posture and breathing. That yep. alone can like erase your problems. Like, <laughs> posture and breathing work is kind of like the key to it all. Yeah. Good posture, good breathing. The rest is hunky dory, pretty much. Like, yep. well, that's great. That I also have. I was born with asthma. I have mm. very severe asthma, which um, like I never thought anything of like. So how does that work, like grappling and stuff like that? Um, I, don't, I mean, I've been training my whole life, so I think it's an advantage because I don't care if I can't breathe. Like that's pretty badass. It doesn't give a shit. Like people will just people will just put pressure on me and be smashing me. I'll be like, I'm a man. I'm fine. Like it's not even an ego thing. It I I make it a joke as as like a man thing, but it's it's not. It's just like a as a kid I. I almost died on a regular basis, <laughs> and you can turn either blue every day. you can. I, I used to. Yeah. I swear to God, I used to turn blue. It was stupid. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like I would turn blue and I couldn't speak above a whisper. I'm like, but um, Let me die you, you can either be afraid of that or you can embrace it. I saw it as an advantage when I learned about energy systems as a child. Uh, you got three energy systems. You got two anaerobic ones and you got an aerobic one. I'm like, well, my aerobic one's out. I can't use oxygen. I got two more. And I was just like, all right, if I can take one breath, I'll be fine. Okay, cool, go. You know, and to the point where like when I was in college, they um, banned me from lactate tests. I, I don't have a lactate threshold. Um, well, the lactate system's one of your anaerobic energy systems. And it's just lactate's produced by your muscles as you use them and you can recycle it. And most people like don't recycle it that fast and you get sore and they burn out and you have like a ceiling. Don't. Because I can't breathe anyway. So oxygen isn't necessary. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but just just little things like that. It's how you learn it. And so for me, I just kind of learned everything through injury or you know just yeah just I was like oh can't breathe gotta yeah. get around it. And yeah. Yeah. So like, and I was injury riddled and shit too. No. So. Yeah. Well, that that comes with the game. If you're yeah. in it long enough, like everything falls off. You got injured. Everything <laughs> falls off. You just have to put it back on. What's the uh, worst injury you've got? Um, uh, what would you say? Like oh, the ones that you've had to repair. Oh, my ankles are pretty bad. I had a knee surgery. That was the only surgery I've had. But my neck has had Your some neck issues has recently, been which is a lot. Neck's That's a little fun. much. But actually, I've gotten a lot of good range we've, of motion back. So we've really opened it back up. That neck freaks yeah. me out. Yeah, it's a little weird. But 
Uh, Nothing like so. That's the thing with jujitsu and grappling. You're not going to see as many. A lot safer. Yeah, you're not going to see yeah. as many like impact injuries. Obviously, mm-hmm. like he's got stories got where he's like, "Yeah, my teeth were on this side of my face and my <laughs> hips." And like, you oh. don't see that in jujitsu as much. Like mm. it'll be mostly like annoying overuse injuries and stuff like that. So like uh, the ears, just like my fingers, like arthritic mm-hmm. fingers, fingers and shit like yeah. that. It's like annoying overuse stuff. You know? He's got the impact like crazy. <laughs> this got like, ripped off and put it back on. Yeah, just like the gross uh, ones. I don't know, man, because like a lot of my injuries are what I think was the worst and what someone else thinks was the worst. Because some of them looked real bad and they weren't real bad. Like when I ripped my foot off, it wasn't horrible. It just came off. And I was like, so what happened? Just like dangling. You're like, hey, no, buddy, yeah, what are I was, you doing? I was kicking and it got caught in the mat and it just completely dislocated. Ugh. But I had no idea what happened. I went to kick again and I'm like... What's going on? I just kind of fell over. You got a floppy foot. <laughs> and they're like, you wake up dude, <sighs> your foot's like off, bro. I'm like, what happened? Put it back in. Oh. And they just kind of put it back in. But the, the part part of that one was I had to drive home. I had a, I had a five-speed Honda Civic back then. It was like oh. a Fast and Furious car, actually. Like, in the beginning of first Fast and Furious, the little Civics that go into the trucks. I had that car. It's a busy day. That's the yeah, third one. <laughs> but um, pressing the clutch sucked. Had an air cast on it, and this was before all the bypasses. So I had to like go through Lancaster and everything. Oh man, that was that was no fun. Yeah. But um, nah. Now I'm in dislocated my jaw once. It doesn't hurt to dislocate your jaw. It hurts to put it back in. That was horrible. Um, you should have just left and had the Sylvester still with <laughs> go well, I, I kind of did. It was really funny. I was fighting this dude, and um, we were that close to being really good rivals that would have been cool um but uh he just hit me and i fell over and hit my head on a chair i was pissed about the chair and i'm like because his coach didn't move the chair well, but this uh, i got i'm like why didn't yeah. you move the chair you got million dollar baby dude <laughs> <laughs> nah, shit on purpose. Uh, but now like i don't know i'm just like that with it it's all a funny joke to me yeah yeah uh, i got a uh, um i'll tell you when it freaks people out is my eye I had cataract surgery like a couple years ago. Of uh, um, yeah, so I've had like a fake lens in my right eye. It's all from scar tissue taken like feet yeah. to the face. Yeah, <laughs> feet to the face over years, and like I didn't realize how blind I was in that eye until they fixed it. I was like, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> Whoa! But like I laugh about that. But like my doctor was like, You're not even forty. Why are you here? Your hip uh, surgery. And I'm thing. like, bro, I'm considerably older than I was when I had hip surgery. <laughs> you tell me what. And he's yeah. like, what? I'm like, I was 32 when I had both my hips operated on. And this is easy. I'd, say, I'd say your hip <laughs> operations are like my worst nightmare. Those were gnarly, you'd have man. to sit in like a machine and like work his hips around mm. and shit. Like yeah, what a um, continuous passive motion machine is. Uh-huh. Um, if, it's like a bike? Work. No, no. It's like literally it's just a thing. You lay on the couch, you put your leg in it, and it just moves your leg for you. And my daughter was like four at the time. And so like when she would take naps, I would just lay in this thing for as long as she was asleep. And then I would sleep in it because you had to get like six to eight hours a day in this. You had to hit your angles like every few days. They gave you like milestones to hit. And so you had to get to a certain angle of what it moved you to. So I'd, I'd sleep in this thing and just have the craziest dreams. <laughs> but dude, hip surgery is the best thing ever. It's the most perfect injury I've ever had. Yeah, it was better I felt after those surgeries and immediately. Replacements or just no, faces. just refinements. Okay. Uh, Dremel tool and a staple gun. Just yeah. and I I need another one. Left is I got a little funkiness going on there, but yeah. it's not. Oh, man, 
Let's see yeah, right. Lifetime Martial Arts. Get these cool stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. see? That's probably your process, though. You'd be like, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm part that. machine right now. Yeah, I'm working on it. Come back from stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know. To come back from <laughs> stuff like that, I don't think anything of, but I've seen it end people's, not just careers, but like their athletic life, their, yeah. their hobby, their passion goes away. Mm -hmm. You stop. I can't yeah. do it. I don't want that. That's, yeah, so that's another thing we talk about. Yeah. I, one of my goals is to train as long as I can. As long as possible, yeah. Like you know, and just do this process and do it as long as I can. Yeah, there's a there's a story about um, one of the founders of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Elio Gracie, uh, that it said that he rolled on the, the last week of his life. He died when he was 95 and said he taught a private lesson that week. <laughs> he was training. He literally rolled the day he died. That's how I want to go up. That's yeah. what, like, doing what you thing. love doing. Yeah, yeah just doing yeah. what you're doing. So that's it's kind of the, the goal. Yeah, and that's a true story. Even though it's a legend, it's it is it happened. Mm. Like his grandkids will talk about. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what that's romantic, bro. So when you train, do you go hundred percent each training session? Is like 50, 75 one day, eighty five one day. We might go twenty five yeah. percent today. Or that's the, with jujitsu. So that's the cool thing. Like again, like you can go one hundred percent without killing each other. Like you can go and. Yeah. It's, you go as you would in a tournament pretty much in the same energy without annihilating each other whereas like in yeah. kickboxing or it's something like striking like shit. Stuff. <laughs> it's not yeah. going to work out as well yeah. uh, recovery wise but yeah. but the um, cool thing about jujitsu is you can also scale it back yeah and it's still fun there's so many yeah. different ways to train it and do it like drilling flow rolling positional stuff like there's so many mm -hmm. different aspects and lenses to use to train like like say you're really good at arm bar you know, you're a certain technique with your right arm try it with your left arm try it with your right side do it blindfolded you know like just yeah. crazy shit like right. um there's just there's never any end to the variation you can use you know and that's what i like about it i like variety i like just stuff i can pull from and do different things yeah. and jiu-jitsu allows that so and it's uh, considerably easier on the body yeah yeah very, very little impact injuries because that's why i get squeezed yeah. a little too hard or get thrown a little weird but like yeah. it's that's rare it's really rare yeah um, it's you don't see as many concussions as like mm -hmm. you know like that's the thing i think in the next 10 years you're gonna see more and more people oh, get away from like, football you're gonna keep seeing people get away oh, from football that. is ridiculous dude man. you got a dude that's almost 400 pounds that can run just, like he's 150 pounds just straight at you just smash well, like, yeah. yeah and in high school like some kid might be like i'm 92 pounds and i'm a receiver and you have like the <laughs> dude who's a senior oh, yeah. who's like 250 pounds who's like a freaking corner or whatever <laughs> smacking this kid and there's like Another another play. Let's go again. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you just yeah. killed that kid. <laughs> so I think you'll see kind of the the trade off more so culturally to like grappling, wrestling. It's you see man, tons man. of girls wrestling. Like you see tons of stuff like girls that. Girls wrestling like, has been exploding. It's one of the fastest growing sports in the United States right now. Yeah, and wow. really, it saved high school wrestling it programs has. like in yeah. a lot of states. Like <clears throat> wrestling's gone through a massive change culturally too. Ever since then. It got taken out of the Olympics for that very short period of time or whatever, and everyone got super pissed about it. Mm -hmm. And then ever since then, it's been just mm -hmm. a surge. So yeah, but the, the culture's like not as meathead as it used to be. Mm -hmm. It's actually Everyone's been like infiltrated by jujitsu a little bit. A so lot, it's like a little yeah. bit chill. Like a little it's a lot more chill. Used to so be. like jujitsu yeah. is very like laid back, like in terms of like martial arts and stuff. It's very chill. Yeah, you can tell it was created in Brazil. Yeah, very Brazilian like, jiu-jitsu is really like, that, that, that was that we train later, later, man, you know, like we're training. Yeah. Like, He's never on time for anything. No, I'm, I'm late yeah. to like <laughs> um, But very, you know, relaxed in terms of like, you know, like, he has the very like rigid oh, taekwondo rigid, like, structure. rigid like military background. Korean, almost. 
yeah, uh, background. Yeah, was a, a really hard um, transition for me is why I waited so many years to do it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of boxed in between that for a while. My hips were starting to go and I couldn't kick anymore. I was like, I've never boxed before. How do I make it all my life and be a fan of boxing and never box? Because I could, I got hands. I can kickbox. I never did, never did pure boxing. So I boxed for a while. Then my surgeries happened. Then I kind of waited. And I found him. Like, I was researching gyms and I was just like, I like that kid. We should meet. And it ended up being like freaking perfect. And yeah, jujitsu, but like, he's so laid back that I, I was like nervous. I was like, what do I call you? What do I do? Call me my I name. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Don't have to uh, say sensei or shit like that. Yeah. Call me my name. It was, it was, a, it was really funny. Because um, that's, yeah, like, a lot of our backgrounds you've had megalomaniacs be like, you call me sensei, you call me this. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, for real. There's a funny movie, it's called Art of Self-Defense. Even if you haven't never, like, done any martial arts, you'd still find it funny, but... But it's so true. It's insane. Oh yeah. It's got Jesse Eisenberg in it. It's funny. He straight faces the whole thing. If you need, a, oh, like, great. a deep insight to, like, the weird shit of martial arts, watch that movie. Watch that movie. It's yeah. great. It's good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I think... It's just an interesting culture, you know? It is, love, yeah. I mean, like jiu-jitsu. anything. I, I mean, it. you're in the... I mean, as far as being a chef, also a really interesting culture. A lot of funny egos running around. It's all weird ego. secrets. It's all ego. Uh, I feel like you have to have something to be a chef, right? I mean, you got to be... To be good at anything, like, you, uh, need to be a little bit. you have to... Yes and no. Um, I grew up pretty poor, mm-hmm. so I was always humbled. Right. You know, it's always somebody worse than you, worse right. off than you, somebody better than you, so... Just really build up what you're good at. Um, so even with this, I'm not like, oh, my shit don't stink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the there's always somebody can come through and make something a hundred times better than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all the ego that I have is just, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But we do have a lot of chefs that are just like, mm, I shook Gordon Ramsay's hand one time. <laughs> That's great, bro. That is great. You keep shaking Gordon Ramsay's hand. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. That's sweet. Yeah, like with. I mean, I worked um, at a specific diner in Grandview for a while. It was a kind of higher end and stuff. Like, I got to see some of like the. You behind would be an the amazing scenes. server. I bet you got lots of. So I did yeah. food running more so than anything. Oh, so like I kind of so without like the social aspect. The so I would kind of like run food and be like yeah, just right. save some face and run away again. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't quite as intense, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I got to see something like the behind the scenes of how a kitchen works. Like, oh, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's like, crazy. It's sheer nuts. Like, if you're not, if you don't have your head on your shoulders, like, you may as well not even show up. Like, no, it'll break you for yeah. real. Especially during dinner mm-hmm. rushes and things like that. Yeah. It's nah. <laughs> like, like, this right here. Oh, nice. Uh, the chef that trained me, he yeah. would leave tongs on the grill. Mm. You fuck up. Yeah. I just hit oh. smack you on the arm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, see? That's what oh, I was yeah. from. Okay. That's, that's the martial arts gym right there. Yeah. He, he probably, and people he probably are like, did. oh, that's abuse. I'm like, no, you literally learn how to focus in a way that you would never yep. oh, yeah. think of doing it. So I, like, your that's hand hilarious. is so steady. You're just yeah. like, I don't know. It's fucking talk. I have been hit with a stick a few times. Yeah. Yeah. He just picks up. What is this? Oh, no, a tomato. It's oh, a tomato. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's not yeah. even cut yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you do have that background with Please someone being over mm-hmm. top. Oh, really yeah, the chefs are training you are nuts. Yep. Yeah. Super nuts. Now, do you appreciate that, though? Absolutely. They're crazy good, and they oh, yeah. were a little bit unhinged, mm-hmm. but you learn For a lot sure. from it. Yeah, like, yeah. you can look back and be like, all right, I, I listened in between the chairs and I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You just you build a different type of skin too. 
Uh-huh. It's stuff like you don't you wouldn't want to subject anyone else to it, but you're glad you did it a mm-hmm. little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, I won't do that to somebody, but I'm glad that I went through that. <laughs> and I, I'm sure you guys can understand <laughs> this. Like you have these hot shots that come in, and they've been trained all, you know, smoke and mirrors, and then it's time to get you know get busy. Okay. You're like, fuck. Yeah. This like, is oh. not what I'm used to right now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. this is what yeah. we do every day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Welcome like, to hell. Yep. Yeah. Now that is um. Doesn't that still happen as much? I'm not on the top anymore. I'm still white belt, so I don't get to experience that anymore. But uh, um, in jujitsu, not as much. In other stuff, and like MMA, you'll see that. MMA, MMA, MMA still, still comes around. Yeah, just because uh, again, like that's so like highly competitive. Like, I mean, yeah, it takes money, so much like, to get anywhere in that too. Yeah, like, yeah, that's just you have to be a killer to like get into <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is a little less, like, you can fight your best friend, you could have, like, 10 grand on the line, maybe, you know, for a match or whatever, fight your best friend, have a nice dinner afterward, yeah, probably won't right. see that in MMA, you know, you yeah. won't see that type of camaraderie, post-competition. <laughs> do you guys, um, in your field, did you have to go through some grunt work, like, oh, when you first yeah. get there, like, you're the new dude? I used to work on a vineyard, too, so I know how mm-hmm. to make wine. And they would make me carry just tubs yeah. and tubs of grapes and barrels, and it'd be so heavy. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Hey, can you give me a hand?" Like, get a nah, you got it. That's you nice. Got it. I'm just dragging like, oh, yeah. no stranger to paying your dues. Yeah. Oh no, man, definitely. I mean, I've been cleaning the school. I cleaned, started cleaning schools when I was 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Every week, that's how I paid my tuition. Nice. You know, yeah, but that's I sort of like the classic, yeah, like the class, I'll mop yeah. up or I'll stay later yeah. or whatever. Well, you know, favorite. just being people's training partners, where you're not the guy, mm-hmm. you're the guy that helps the guy. So you got to show up, and you got to take like when Mike, um, one of my coaches that I had here, he was um, and he was still at the top of the game. He was a heavyweight, I was a freaking bantamweight. So there was a hundred pound difference between us. I used to be his training partner all the time. He would kick the absolute shit out of me, <laughs> and he's picking ropes. Yeah, pretty much. No, man, like, but I learned to, I, I learned to be able to absorb hits mm-hmm. and how not to get hurt and how to move the hell out of the way. And to the point where I almost got legendary for it. Where people would be like, look, when he gets hit, oh, look, he almost, like, he just disintegrated and he came back. <laughs> he only fell out one time. He absorbed it. <laughs> he absorbed it. But um, you got to, you know, and just kind of just suck that shit up. Like, mm-hmm. now I used to get anxiety attacks before Saturday training. Mm. Saturday was always the hardest day. And I'd be driving up here. <sighs> drinking my coffee, just shaking, like, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine, yeah. and you know, you gotta train for five hours that day in two different arts, and then teach a class, teach class before, train one art, train the other, teach another class, you can't fuck up for a second, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it's very similar to working in a kitchen, from what you've said, is it's that same kind of idea, mm-hmm. stress, it's the same, but then there's also, a, like, I remember one time, we were training before class and I broke my leg. Oh. And not bad, I just fractured my shin. It wasn't horrible. It didn't even hurt that bad, but it swelled up like that. And I was like, that's just gonna get worse. <laughs> Standing there for the next three hours. Day. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm like, I got pre-wrapping tape. So I'm out the front, pretty much, I'm wrapping it. It's, it's all purple and shit now. I'm like, that might be broke. I might not. Fine, and I'm taping it up. One little kid sees me and just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm good, bro. Don't Look away. It. Don't worry <laughs> about it. You just gotta put the tape on right. See how I do the strips? I taught him how to tape a leg right there. He's like, that's really cool. Like, yeah, I don't know how bad it is. That's kind of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, oh well. <laughs> Same thing in kitchen, man. If you get burnt, like, you, get burnt, you just gotta go. You better man. wrap that shit up wrap in a towel and then yeah, after your ship go to don't the get that in hospital. Go. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't have time when you have 50, 60 people on a wait and then you have 100 other people coming to the door to yeah, get yeah. meals. Yeah, and I mean, no time people with like, food, ah, man. You can't mess yeah. that up. People get bad about food. So what, what, what is yeah. your, your background? So you're at a vineyard, and I'm sure you're working yeah. with restaurants yeah. and stuff too. It's like, where have you been? Yeah, uh, Gervasi Vineyards in Canton. That's okay. actually where oh, cool. the bulk of my training came from. That's awesome. Um, okay. I was trained by two guys up there who was just nuts. <laughs> like, nice. absolutely nuts. Just killers, yeah. Yeah, I uh, started off cutting bread, and that sucked, which everybody thinks that you just become yeah. this overnight emo or yeah. <laughs> Mario Bertoli. That's not how yeah. kitchens are you at all. Yeah, Food Network gives people a very bad notion of what yeah, kitchen yeah, yeah. life is. Uh, cut bread and then you do dishes, you're taking out trash, yeah. you're carrying shit for people. You're walking around with a tub of vegetables, cheeses, <laughs> different things like that. There's a stack of stuff on top of you. So you put a lot of that grunt work in and then I saw a flyer that they were hiring for a winery and everybody there was like 70, 80 years old, just super old dudes. Okay. And the guy who ran the winery, he was an old Italian guy. So he would travel to Italy every year, mm -hmm. bring back grape varietals and things like that. It was really awesome. cool. So I bugged these dudes for the longest time. They're like, well, we don't think you're old enough to be in here. And what experience do you have? I'm like, none. None, but like, how yeah. this, whatever you need yeah. me to do. I'll build it here. And then, uh, was cooking and also working there at the same time. So started winery, sweeping the floor, carrying all the barrels, doing yeah. all the grunt work, and then I got to actually starting to uh, making the wine and bottling and things like that. So. Oh, neat! Yeah, I have some grapes in my backyard that are finally growing enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, um, I go to the farmers market and get these grapes every year. Mm -hmm. These Concord grapes from like the east side of Columbus. I don't know, like here, like in Ohio. I've been spitting the seeds in that bed forever, but now I got now I got, got the some grapes. Now I got but I'm grapes this year. Uh, do, you, do you have your like sommelier stuff going on at all? Or like, uh, no, 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 no. Um, I was only doing that for thing. the ladies at the time. Yeah, yeah. Was just, yeah, yeah, girl, I know about some wine. Some wine, yeah. got the tannins uh, on the back favorite? end. You know? oh, yeah. are you, are you, do you drink wine still, or uh, sometimes you, I you, cut out drinking a lot just to gotcha. clean my body out a little bit. Sure. But are you pick, are you picky about it though? Like if wine? you're gonna drink wine you'd be like definitely oh, have to have you. like Sangiovese's very dark heavy red wines mm. I'm all bets oh I know so, okay yeah, yeah. Pinot Noir is my go to if I have a choice you know this was the winery that I used to work at oh, I was sweet. really cool but, I mean every winery I've seen like looks dope to this like yeah, oh, they they are are sweet. Like, they are indeed. and they're popping up all over the place too especially in Ohio mm. um, there you go so these are grapes from California which I met some really cool dudes. These are Sangiovese grapes. Yeah. We get these in by the bulk. Then I also get in trouble sometimes because I'll just be eating grapes. <laughs> yeah. Get these in. That's sweet. Hey, that is a lot of grapes. This is an old school wine press. Uh, for wow. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's uh, uh, hay cake that they put on top. So you put a layer of the okay. cake down, grapes, cake, grapes, cake, grapes, and then it just all presses down. Oh, it presses gives it down. such a flavor. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, that's the wow. price right there. Uh, I also love this job, too. These are the barrels that I was carrying around. These are the tanks. These wow. made hundreds of gallons of wine that they pumped up. Yeah. Oh, crap. How long does it take to make the wine in the tank? Uh, About four or five months. Okay. To really let it ferment and things like that. It, but it also depends on 
uh, what kind of wine that you're making. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I was scrubbing underneath these tanks, like literally, like a mechanic under yeah, a car. Yeah. <laughs> they look pristine. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 great. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that is neat. Wow. So that's all the juice. So there's a machine. Um, the grapes would get smashed, the juice would go into there, and then it would separate all of the skins from the juice. Mm -hmm. I would get that kind of separate. Do you do anything with the skins? I used to make jam out of the skins. Oh, I would right always ask to keep nice. the skins. But some grapes right there. These are Marquette grapes. Um, these were like 60 pounds of pop at the time. I was super weak, so I'm just like yeah. dropping grapes <laughs> all over the place. Dang. I had to steam these barrels out. Um, there's a machine here that got to about like 500 degrees. It's full of pure steam. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Do all these. That's crazy. crazy. Wow. That's a sweet setup. Yeah, this bro. is my wine team. This dude was always just hammered. No, was he? Yeah, always hammered. Yeah, always, he's always. He's a, he's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, pro. all you do is just try the wine from start to finish. And it's really bitter at first, but then it starts to get sweet. Okay. Um, but again, it just depends what you have. This is the old Italian guy that's Andy. Yeah. He was an old player, man. That guy was cool. He knows his stuff. Yeah, sure. he does. <laughs> and then we bottled everything. This is a machine. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah. And this is like a massive warehouse yeah, or a couple warehouses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Very yeah, big yeah. warehouse style, but. That's tight. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. My random question. Plus, um, what did you plant with the grapes to help with the flavors? Like, what kind of things did you plant around the, the grape vines? So we had a separate dude for that. Oh, okay. I'm not too sure about the soil itself, but I know he was out there all the time. Okay. Like literally every day. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure what kind of pesticides or anything that they put into there, but. Well, no, I don't want to do pesticides. I just wanted to plant like different herbs and stuff with my grapes. Oh, okay. See if okay. like what helped them with the flavor. Right? Okay. Definitely use uh, cocoa. Cocoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Just like sprinkle it down or like plant it. Or yeah. Like if you go to a botanical shop. Yeah. Have cocoa. They're not like chocolate cocoa, yeah. but like coconut fiber. Okay. It'll make it very, very clean. Ooh. And you'll get the actual flavor of whatever you're growing, whether it be tomatoes, grapes, whatever you're growing, cocoa for sure. And people will always, oh, soil, soil, soil. Soil's good. Mm -hmm. It's more natural, but the coconut fiber really enhances flavor. Wow. Dude, sweet. It's a great tip. Mm -hmm. What if I use the, um, I have a banana tree. Okay. I'll show you a picture of my banana tree. But um, I always, uh, when I chop it down in the wintertime, I'll put one of the other stalks I'll put on top of my raised beds. So I have like trunks. Mm -hmm. And then um, sometimes with the leaves, I wonder what that does to it. I mean, I know just like the trunks in there, just they, they just they sort of decay and enrich the soil. But flavor-wise, I wonder if it's doing anything. This cocoa, mm -hmm. that's cool. Mm -hmm. Nuts. It's cool though. That's super yeah. cool, yeah. Sweet tip. Mm -hmm. yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> if my grapes come in this year, I'll get you some. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> it is a process, too. Um, really being patient with waiting for everything to blossom and bloom. And mm -hmm. you'd be just sitting there, just looking, just like, okay, is it it's time to make some wine today? Yeah. Where's the grapes at? Come on, come Let's on, do come this. on, come on. Yeah. Uh, but that's part of the process, too, is getting mm -hmm. used to the patience and waiting and like have frustrating yeah. days and yeah. watching paint dry, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. gotta yeah. let it happen, man. Yeah. You know, that goal of perfection. Yeah. That's the process. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've been um, remodeling the basement, so I'm reading all my sayings again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're all back in my head. <laughs> There's so many like little tidbits of 
yeah. knowledge just strapped across his wall. He has just like little tiny pieces, little snippets no, of everything. Quotes and pictures and Kung Fu movies or just yeah. training manuals and just crazy uh, shit. And yeah, when it's thing. done, we'll, uh, we'll show you some. Yeah, you got to come by training. Yeah, yeah. Come by training. Do some Taekwondo or something real quick. Get you shaped up. Yeah, yeah, Teach you how to kick somebody in the chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well. Yeah, it's wrapping up. Wrapping right. it up, man. So, you got anything to plug? Yeah, like Instagrams, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instagram at slice six one four. We have a lot of stuff coming up for you guys, but like I said, I'm not a very big fan of social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I kind of right. stay low pro. So That's look for the next couple of weeks to word of mouth. <laughs> just uh, not word of vomit, but picture of vomit of what we have on Instagram. So gotcha. Yeah, his Instagram is awesome. Yeah, I look Thank forward you. to it all the time. Beautiful <laughs> presentations yeah. for sure. Yeah, and. Uh, I see. Um, got any seasonal things coming up? Like seasonal cheesecake, you know, like that. Like what's that? What's up next? Anything you want to um, specifically? The vegan we're going to push very, very, very hard. Okay. As so you, as you should, it's delicious. It is very Appreciate good. it. Um, hopefully to be back at a vegan pop up. It's called It's All Natural um, Temple Store. Okay. It's over on 161. Uh, we saw it out there within two hours. Nice. Was, That's awesome. It was nice. So That's cool. hopefully to get back in there. Um, also talking with Lemongrass, yeah. uh, Bistro Short North, mm -hmm. to collaborate with them. Okay. And then, yeah, just try to keep it pumping and right. broaden the, the workload. Absolutely, cool, man. man. Good deal. Love it. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for sharing Thank the cheesecake. For sharing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your knowledge and your you know entre entrepreneurial wisdom um, as well. So, yeah. Appreciate it's awesome, it, man. man. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, that's it, man. Yeah, as always, keep it cut regular. Yeah, peace in, everyone.